Sometimes you are sitting in a car with your beloved and the most perfect song for that moment comes on the radio. And you think about the love that you have for that person and the love that you share together. And you think about how it um, affects your life and how beautiful it is. And so today on the Black Door Music Argument, we are discussing a very special song just for Valentine's Day. One that I got to hear with my beloved in a car that um, sparked a joyful conversation in our lives, which we'll probably get to later. Um, so for this week on the Black Door Music Argument, I am Carrie. I'm Karsten. I'm Barry. I'm Joshua. Thank you for joining us. Baby, it's cold outside. <sighs> no, that's not the song. It's not the song. So it's which beloved are we talking here? Like current or current or oh, okay, CD mix the, beloved? So there is a possibility that it was Michael. That's true. <laughs> it would be. Pretty but this song is not new. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't surprise me coming from Michael, but but no, it was it was I was hanging with DJ in his car. The song came on, and I was like, huh. And then that was the first time I really listened to the lyrics of this of this ballad. Yes, yes, yes. So do so, we do we want to name the spellet or this song? This wonderful song. Uh, let's see. It was released in 1962. Uh, uh, it was like the clubbing song of the day. The clubbing song. Yeah, just of like a lot of the songs of the time, it's it's really you know featuring uh, a dance that was kind of a craze of the time. So I mean, it was it was kind of following that, you know, because they had the twist and the mashed potato. Yes, and uh, I can mash potato, and I can do the twist. And the writers Brooklyn. had the foresight to not name a specific holiday, so it can be played at any celebration. But it was actually released in uh, in, in August, so yeah, you know, kind of like the middle of the summer. There you go. You know, you're past the Fourth of July. Again, and we're this like, hey, really was the clubbing song of 1962. So does someone want to take a little bit of history background on this before we get into the name of it, but just talk a little bit about the history of it. Barry, how many notepads do you have? <laughs> uh, Shaking your head is not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed one was dedicated to the history of this song. I, I, I think he's he's looking at a glowing screen. I see the glow on his face. So how many, yeah. how many monitors actually, do you have? Well, I have two monitors. I'm using my work computer, so I'm just oh. using my. Okay. Uh, and then I'm using my iPad to stream, and then of course got the trusty uh, Zoom H6 over here, recording the track. So no notepads. Actually, I don't. Ha- I don't have any notepads. I've been actually writing on the back of uh, Dilbert calendars, because I don't have any like um, note paper here at my home office. I'll get you some. Yeah. Nice. I mean, there's some in the house, but the kids have been doing school, so they've okay. been taking every piece of. Is lined there any paper. type of lined paper that you need in specific, yes. college or wide? First off, <laughs> uh, honestly, I prefer to use, um, you know, a fine graph paper. I like it. Nice. Fine graph. You're talking about all these like high tech things, and uh, the sound effects for the song were like actually like pretty low budget, uh, so. <laughs> Right, yeah. but they were done for a realistic effect. I mean, you know, a good, um, good sound effects 
don't have to come from you know a, a, a huge computer or something they can come from like a you know a, a nail being pried out of a two by four yep or I mean, a straw using um using a straw to blow bubbles into uh water there you go and and you know if you want to pretend you have people recording with you you can just you know mimic popular voices of movie actors from the day and as long as you have a strained look on your face uh while performing the song in front of people and you look like you're constipated and about to take a poop this is this is it see i didn't watch a video of it so i, 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 I guess wildly i don't know specific as well just for the note yeah. Now for this graph paper, do you like eight and a half by eleven or a l- or eight and a half by fourteen? Eight and a half by fourteen. Eleven. Okay. Wow. I love that Carson's like actually ordering this right now. <laughs> it's gonna be sent to Barry. I want to know more about why Barry <laughs> likes graph paper. I think it's a great choice. I just want to know more. Ooh, well, the, the reason 17. I like graph paper is the lines are there. So if you want to make notes really neat and orderly, like online paper, you can. But otherwise, you can kind of write on it, cross it all, and just ignore the graph paper. Mm-hmm. And and then you have, you know, it's just kind of like a, you know, a tablet, like a do-all tablet. Also, if you do want to do any kind of like technical specs, you know, like, you know, if you're rebuilding your basement and you need to submit... Uh, a, a technical drawing to the county, you know, it helps out there. So it's also know, it's really good for that dots connect game, like where you oh, put yeah. all those dots and then you have to make the squares. Mm-hmm. Sure. You guys talking about Connect Four? Sure. No. I don't I, know what the name of the game is I called, but you put your initial in it when you get a box. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. It's not Connect Four. Connect Four is the one that you drop the like the checkers <laughs> down yeah, in. That's the checkers. Yeah, yeah, this is not that. Or game. if you're at a, so or if you're at a, up. like is a it brewery, four? the hockey no, pucks. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it Twister? Though you do connect four <laughs> in the game. So speaking uh, of Twister, it does have a number of dances in this song that we're talking about. It's true. It right. does. So we're just completely ignoring what the name of the song. We're yeah, just, it's but be, it's it's an it's a new like a, it's a new dance though. I mean, at this there's time. a lot of stuff to it. It's got some uh-huh. mixes. It's almost like some mash. Yeah. It's it's huge, kind of scary. And it's a new dance that um, is not described in the song, so the dance can be whatever you want it to be. This is true. You can't confine it to a box. And it, it makes some of the people in the song very excited, especially at the end. I don't know why, but I'm kind of like waiting for Karsten to just say it. I feel it like if I say it, he's going to get, get mad. In May 1962, um, according to Dr. Wikipedia, genre is novelty, pop, and it was and also uh, rock and roll. by a nightclub oh. entertainer who performed with a group also called the the Cordials. Cordial. Cordials, which is also, uh, I interestingly enough, when you look up that in the dictionary, it's uh, a, a food or drink. So it could be a, a liquor or it could be a non-alcoholic um, liquid. So, Or it could also be a type of candy with liquid filling. <laughs> Written by Bobby Pickett and Leonard L... El Capizzi? El Capizzi? This, the, you know, I, I don't even want to. Right, right. We've said pick it now. I, like, just, people should know what the song is at this point. 
Yeah. Single by Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers. It is... <laughs> Released in 1962, in <laughs> and it also topped the charts the five Monster times. Mash. Of course, we're talking about Monster Mash. We're Monster talking about Monster Mash. Mash. Monster Mash. <laughs> so worth the wait. So, I'm definitely not going to say that we had all plans of doing this around Halloween, and then when I got close to Halloween, we were having some scheduling things, and we were like, actually, this song doesn't have an actual like official like holiday in it it's just been associated with halloween and then we're like oh well what would be the next one well there's thanksgiving and we're like yeah maybe and then we're like but honestly we want to put our effort towards the christmas Christmas. one because we're really excited about christmas this year we were talking about the bracket of course at that point and we were like next one valentine's day this is the perfect thing for valentine's day after which today when we joined that was the whole that was essentially the whole conversation went like oh no we'll just do it at valentine's day it's perfect because it's good for any occasion any Mm -hmm. occasion graduation monster mash st patty's birthday monster mash going to have your first intimate experience i mean right monster mash i mean i think that's i mean i don't know why you wouldn't yeah so when we joined today uh, the other three, I'm honestly not the biggest Simpsons fans, but they had some nonsense they were talking. Carry on, you guys. You guys can keep that conversation going. Yeah, so at the beginning well, of one of the episodes of The Simpsons, there's this like the scene with, with Bart like painting things onto Valentine's Day hearts, and the Monster Mash is playing, and then the, the DJs are are talking about you know the Monster Mash and playing the wrong record. Yeah, they say something about like, for all you like Valentine's Day celebrators out there, here's a song for you, and then Monster Mash starts playing. I think, but then it comes on later too, like like later on in the day, it comes on the radio again, and the DJs are embarrassed yet again. Yeah, though they shouldn't be, because as discussed. But you know, like monsters mashing, like dancing, like it's a love song. Yeah. All right, now that we've geeked out about the Simpsons, uh, uh, <laughs> let's. Uh... Let's go on. Do we have any other details of the song that we should actually? I find it really amusing. Barry's the one that brought it up and added nothing (laughs) to the conversation about the Simpsons. He was like, so this is the way that this happened today. We joined the call to start this, and he goes, so I just have to clarify. Are we doing this just because Simpsons did it? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, the Simpsons. They did this episode. I'm like, I still don't know what you're talking about. He goes, there was this Valentine's Day episode. I'm like, I'll save you some trouble. I have literally no idea what you're talking about. And then the other two are like, Oh, well, pop culture, pop culture, pop culture, cool, 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 yeah, 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 and that was yeah. it. There you go. So you're basically Abed Well, they just, they just started, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, you that's know, talking so quick, and I was like, well, that's mostly what I had. I was just like, <laughs> I mean, I don't have this long-standing Simpsons, like, history in my brain, like, oh, I know, yeah, that was episode 15, and it was, it, it was like, well, I was we didn't know what like, number oh. episode it was, so, like, well, yeah. that... Well, in his defense, Josh, you said episode 15 early in our discussion, so I think that that's actually where it came from. Yeah, you did. You said, I think it's on episode like 15. So I'm not sure if that was on mic or not, but I do remember you saying 15. So it's just funny that we have this callback, but it may be completely irrelevant, but I'm keeping this. Well, I'm glad that I said that because I was pretty sure that Barry said that, and I still have no recollection of it. I thought it was Barry too, (laughs) but I like non-existent callbacks. I hope it wasn't on game. Boom. You know, I'm just here to morally support everybody in this, you know, this uh, little uh, thing we're doing. And uh, 
Are you talking about a podcast? Did you forget the word oh, I was podcast? Use podcast. I was going to use a different word that I forgot. Oh, yeah. Podtrastic. Yes. Podument. Podulator. I do like podument. The podument. Hey, just out of curiosity, if anyone is listening, um, whose week is it? Whose mom's week is it to listen to us? Mm. Pretty sure it's mine. Is it yeah. Carrie's. Yep. Carrie. Okay, Carrie's mom. Do you think we should have custom <laughs> pogs made? So we could have pod pogs. Is pog still a, a thing? The answer percent. would be yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can buy them at Target. You can legit buy pogs at Target. But I'm thinking maybe we make custom BDMA pod pogs. I'm completely oh, on board. <laughs> yeah. I think this is this is a game that everybody wants to play now. So yeah. Also, I'm glad it's my oh, yeah. mom's week because my oldest brother was obsessed with pogs back in the day. So. She will understand this cultural reference. And she nice. will buy them, which and is the best part. And she will buy them a thousand percent. <laughs> She's a very supportive mother. Anyway, so Monster right, so Mash. Now, Barry, that we stole your thunder, do you have any facts for us of the song? Well, so this actually came. I, I don't know who said. I'm just going to say Carrie said that he was a nightclub performer. And uh, he was doing uh, he was doing voices. And then uh, he was, you know mimicking uh gee now i can't remember boris karloff and uh doing this thing and and they basically sat down wrote a song and then couldn't sell it and so he was doing this stuff that was killing at his nightclubs they couldn't sell it and then so they talked this uh, piano player into uh producing it for him and so they uh I forget the piano player's name, but anyway, so they finally released it, and it went to number one, uh, number one on the top one hundred, and so it was just unmitigated hit, and it's tracked uh, various times again. I think it was re-released in the seventies, and um, it 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 hit there again. It was banned in Britain for a time because people thought it was too dark, so I think it was yep. first released yep. in Britain. It was declared too morbid, is is what it was, right? So, wow. Too morbid because because Britain. <laughs> yep. And so it yeah. was it was in 1973. Like that was a fun fact to learn. Like that like that yeah. the song was too morbid and then in 1973 they lifted the ban and then that's when it went back on the charts again and it was like its third time hitting you know top charts. Right. But but like I said I uh, originally it was released it was released in August, right? Carson. Yes. It was a yeah it wasn't even released in october the first time so you know it's kind of interesting that that it you know it the first time it, tra- it that it tracked was right right in the beginning in, in the late summer of 62 so it's not like this was a halloween song to begin with it was a it was certainly a novelty song but it wasn't a halloween song yeah I love that like it it hit the top top chart and then there was uh d- the the song He's a Rebel by the Crystals was what unseated it on November 3rd of 1962. <laughs> <laughs> November 3rd. So it's like right after uh, right after Halloween everybody's like oh okay we're done with this now. It's like the day after Christmas and everyone's like if I hear one more yeah. freaking Christmas uh, carol one more holly jelly fucking exactly. Christmas I'll- I mean, I don't want a lot for Christmas. 
all I want for Christmas. Is a monster holiday? Is monster mash on repeat. So, I, I mean, I will say this is, again, touch tunes. Getting a shout out. I really love playing Monster Mash at not Halloween. <laughs> and it is not appreciated by the staff anywhere. <laughs> Jerks. Where have you tried this, Karsten? Well, I will always shout out that my favorite establishment pre-COVID to play any type of music was via touch tunes was at the Buffalo Wild Wings. And uh, I had, on more than one occasion, had to request a refund from touch tunes because they were not as appreciative of my music selections <laughs> as I was. And the best so. part about that is you can start it when you're not even there. Yes, this is correct. <laughs> so the interesting thing is, uh, well, one of the interesting things, there's so many interesting things about this thing because, you know, this is called like a one-hit wonder, but it's really not because uh, in 1962, in December 1962, they followed it up with a Christmas-themed Monsters Holiday. Yep. And that peaked at number 30. So, Which, how have we missed uh, that in our continuous exploration yeah, of well, Christmas music. I'll tell you what, I, I listened to it today and I can tell you how it we missed it. It's not very good. And the music is Monster Mash. It is literally Monster Mash just with holiday lyrics. Yep. Yeah. I listened to it. Maybe as well. a couple maybe a couple BPM slower and uh, with holiday lyrics. Amazing. Is Jesus mentioned? Only three times. Okay. Yeah. But and then in nineteen seventy four country star buck owens covers monsters holiday so not monster no so yeah but i mean that's the thing because like you know monster mash it's it's you know a play on monster basically the you know the movie monsters and so that's why you know probably early on it didn't feel like so much of a halloween thing because i think Earlier on, you know, uh, and I could be completely wrong here, probably am, but Halloween seemed more tied to ghosts and things, whereas, like, you know, the movie monsters uh, were more the movies. And I don't know if they're necessarily directly tied to Halloween as much, because Halloween comes from All, All Saints Eve and and uh, or All Hallities is for All Saints Day, right before... Isn't that the way? I don't know. Some all, tell me if I'm wrong or right here. Eve before yeah, some say, yeah. there's some religious thing in 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 England. They used Who to carve uh, carve uh, you know little uh, not pumpkins but turnips. They'd have turnip lanterns, which I think is a cool thing. I want to actually get that going around my house. But um, I don't. So having this, this probably brought the monsters into more association with. Uh, Halloween honestly because I'm not sure if that was the way I mean you look at all like the the costumes that are you know in in the popular culture from old movies and it was all like spooks and maybe like pirates but not really like monsters you know it was either like ghosts or ghosts or criminals yeah and so like and to piggyback off of that there was another band um I don't know if it's a band or not, but um, uh, have you guys watched? Uh, the, there's a lot of covers uh, of this song that are out there, and so I went down that yeah. rabbit hole. Um, 
and uh, the modern Monster Mash uh, by the Key of Awesome, uh, number 91. Uh, they took like the tune and had Frankenstein uh, singing it, and it was, and it's all about the the modern monsters and how he's disturbed by <laughs> how grotesque things have actually become now, and it's way more morbid than back in the 60s. <laughs> like in what ways? So like they've got the you know they've got Jigsaw on there and uh, gotcha. Michael and uh, you know like the the classic guys Hannibal Lecter and you know like what we now associate with with monsters. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, but those are serial killers, you know. Yeah. But you know they did their monster mash thing. I mean, you know, Wolfman, he's just trying to get an honest meal. <laughs> Fair enough. So I think the thing about this, though, is so talking about Bobby Pickett, he actually really had his niche and he leaned into it like his entire life. So you talked about the whole idea of one hit wonder. We talked about Monster. Let's see what Monster Holiday. He had. Let's see. What are some of the other ones they released? Let's see. The Monster Swim. Werewolf. Watsui. Oh, sorry. No. Me and my mummy. Um, graduation <laughs> yeah. day. I'm really interested in what that one is. And then in 1985, because rap was the thing, yeah. he released Monster Rap. Monster Rap. <laughs> um, and that's the thing. So and then we... Which should, totally should have been a Christmas song. Yeah. I mean, we're serious. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, let's see. If I, if I read this quick description, it describes the mad scientist's frustration at being unable to teach the dancing monster from Monster Mash how to talk. The problem is solved when he teaches the monster to rap. Yep. I mean, I don't understand why that's still not a number one hit. I don't understand why that's not like an ABC after school movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, he continued on. I mean, like, he, did, he got into the 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 um the parody genre got some play from dr demento but then he even continued on monster mash again in the 2004 presidential campaign he created a parody of his own song called monster slash to protest environmental um issues and global warming and it's got there is actually like it looks like a flash video almost of uh george w bush like cutting down forests with chainsaws and axes and it's they did the monster slash or whatever it was and they're going through and they're cutting down forests throughout this with cheney and i mean yeah that 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 also exists so i mean i think that the argument of saying it's a one-hit wonder he had a niche and he led into it like you, you can't yeah. really blame the guy for that yeah, no, no well, and you and know, it's, it's one the... one good song can really you know make your career. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, if I rem- remember right, he actually didn't own that song, and so didn't he like re-record it in the seventies, so he could re-release it and own the rights to it. I'm trying to find it now. Somebody else talk. Okay. Uh, just as I'm reading this, the track re-entered the U.S. twice in 1970 and 1973. You'll have to do a little bit more digging into it than that because I don't have every page up. I just read a bunch and then I just yep. spew crap off in my head. It, it also took a second appearance on British charts in November of 2008. It hit number 60 
that year. So I'm curious Still if that... on the charts, like, but not like way, way up there, but I don't know. I think that's kind of impressive. It hit the charts like what? Five times. Mm-hmm. So, See, there's I mean, a 1973 kind of like release, like... and I'm curious if that release is what you're referring to. I think the 73 release, so it was re-released in 70 because it was only released as a single originally, and then it was allowed in Britain in 73, so it was released in 73. I remember reading this, though, but... It was basically somebody was like, "You don't own this. You're missing out on all kinds of money," because he had the he had the rights to the 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 writing, but he actually didn't own the recording. Oh, no, so 19, in 1993, in 19, they recorded yep. a perfect copy. In 1989, that, it was the uh, Scott Hirsch uh, began managing Pickett, and upon learning that Pickett didn't own the master recording to Monster Mash. Um, the pair in 93 recorded a perfect copy of the original that they then used to undercut the owners of the track. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's what, um, what's her name? Uh, Taylor Swift is doing because wait, she she did the monster mash too. Yeah. She covered it. And then (laughs) she, she actually, but she didn't cover it like Taylor Swift. She did a perfect copy of it. And uh, so, I mean, it's almost indistinguishable. Indist- yeah. I mean, her Boris Karloff is fantastic. She did the shake it off. She did the shake it <laughs> off. The shake it off. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, okay. So here, as I'm reading through, as I'm looking for your answer about those resales, um, it was the 15th episode of the fourth season of Simpsons, just so we can get that all just there we go. ironed out. Oh. I didn't want anyone to stay up tonight because I couldn't sleep. Thank God, because now people will stop emailing us about this. Yeah, And, and uh, then they said that, it was Valentine's well, Day, and then later on it was President's Day, and they did it again. So it's like this DJ always does that. So are we supposed to do this again for President's Day, just to clarify? Probably. Yes. If, if we're trying to, because Simpsons, Simpsons called it or did it first or whatever it is. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Just cool. catching the bandwagon. Just I do love that I was going idea down to Mar-a-Lago of, for President's Day. I do just want to go ahead and and back up to what you were saying though. I love the idea of they were like we created a perfect copy. No, no, no. We'll undercut you by two cents a play or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Come come over here. You want to save those two cents? You want to save those two cents, you little bitch? We got you over here. Yep. This is the monster mash. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Also, while I have you here, are you interested in Monster Holiday or Monster Rash? No, 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 we're good. What if we sell it as a bundle deal? What if we knock a cent off? No. Did you say Monster Rash? No, but I do like that as well. Um, I'm just saying. I've got a Monster Rash. If there monster is rash. a medicated ointment. Oh, oh. <laughs> that should be um, a, a medicated ointment should use that as their. Um, as their advertisement. Oh, I've got a rash. Scratch, scratch, scratch. He's got a monster rash. <laughs> you know, you, you lay around in caskets, you're going to get some pretty wicked skin irritations. This is this is fair. Just saying. You know, bed sores are a thing. Okay. So they hurt. What I love is you play the beginning of that song and everyone knows exactly what it is. Like. Yeah. If you ever do a name that tune and you get the bubbles at the beginning, you're immediately like, I know what this is. It, it, 
<laughs> Unless you're Bruce Springsteen and you try to mimic the bubbles with horns. It's not quite the same. <laughs> Wait, he did it that? Takes, it takes a little bit, yeah. He he totally totally did that in a, uh, a live performance. So, <laughs> oh. Again, thank you, bubbles. YouTube, this week's sponsor. <laughs> Thanks, Google. <laughs> I once saw this perform, so... Um, when I was living in Seattle, um, was I Michael just... present? Michael was present. Hey, hey! Uh, but I went to this Halloween party. Ironically, not with Michael, but he was there. I guess it's not ironic, but anyway. Um, but I like someone... what she said that she was like. Ironically, I went to this party, or ironically, not with Michael. Just to clarify, Both. but either way, it was used there. So I was like, I went to this party ironically, and Michael was there. <laughs> <laughs> I do everything ironically, Carson. Um, but I went to this party and some guys decided to do, like, they had live bands on late. And one of them decided to do um, a cover of Monster Mash. It was around Halloween time, so um, clearly they were missing the broader message of the fact that every holiday can have a Monster Mash at it. But I didn't realize how long the song was until you have, like, two grown men singing a cover of it and and by the end of the like second verse you're like this should be done now now we're done with this please someone please end please end this but it keeps I going would, for several i want to add minutes. this to I, I like that it takes two grown men to to make you appreciate that one grown man the one grown man Fine. who wrote it and sang it and performed it <laughs> So here is my goal. live in front of me, Josh. It's fine on a recording. But when I have to stand there and pretend to be an entertained. <laughs> Should I ever be in a situation where Barry has any alcohol in him at all, and I am there, and karaoke is there, my new life goal is to get Barry to do Monster Mash oh as my gosh, yeah. karaoke. Yeah, yeah. And I think you've I got a big you, enough some... smile. I feel like it could happen <laughs> voluntarily. It, it could. <laughs> it's not super long. It's it's uncomfortable, but it's not like, you know, seven minutes. I say we create a Patreon it's account. Th it's and that's two minutes and 57 perks. seconds for the record. <laughs> it felt very long. Wow. If that's a long time, my God. <laughs> well, I think what, what, what you're thinking is usually like a, a lot of like karaoke places well cut you know uh, parts of the song out so they can get more people so instead of having like all five verses they'll they'll have three and you're like oh man that i was missing a whole section of that song but okay whatever and and then some people play the entire damn thing and when you're you forget how many verses to the monster mash there are yeah. So I feel like this is also something I want to bring up. Since we said it was two minutes and 57 seconds, and you said it felt like so long, and we said it's really not that long, earlier in the episode, I did say this would be a perfect song for use of your first <laughs> intimate experience. And honestly, rocking it at that three-minute mark, maybe right in, that, right in the sweet zone there. Apparently, that's too long. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so long. God, why won't this like, end? This is taking forever. Honestly, I have a meeting in the morning. Can we can we be done? Oh, there's so many more things I could say about that, but I just don't feel it's the right podcast for that. Yeah. There's something Happy about the Valentine's Day. 
that there's a lyric that says to the master bedroom where the vampires feast that fits in this conversation but my brain's not well quite i was yet. thinking that some of this you know this is shortly after uh you know kind of like the betty page pictures and stuff coming out i think i think there's a little fetishism going on here because where's the um yeah there's the why is why are the vampires hanging out in the master bedroom and that's weird. getting a jolt Ugh. from my electrodes yeah getting a <laughs> jolt from my electrodes that's, that's like i told you it's a, it's a clubbing song it, this is a clubbing song that's what it is it's, yeah josh drink please oh i know <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> you okay there? Yep. And this, I, this, I heard drink here, and I breathe. Ah. So, uh, yeah. Here's a here's a part of the song that I didn't quite get it. The coffin bangers were about to arrive. Yeah. Now, if that doesn't sound like some uh, naughtiness, this I the mean, scene was rocking. All were digging the sounds, and then coffin bangers arrive. Yeah. Of course, Igor's got chains. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, people are people are being restrained. Yeah, you know, when you actually really read these lyrics, it's I'm not sure I would attend this party. Yeah. Yeah. It seems it seems Without like a, a bondage swingers yeah. party. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the ghouls came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from my electrodes. Yep. That's. <laughs> I think that was lined so legitimately on Halloween. Um, DJ and I were running some errands, and like this song came on the radio, and that line happened, and I was like, I don't think I've ever paid attention to the lyrics to this song because that's an interesting couple of lines. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's why everybody only knows the chorus. So you think about the song, nobody really knows all the lyrics to it. It's the chorus. Yeah. So Barry, when you're doing karaoke yeah. with this, I'm there watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody kind of knows the first verse and then, and then the chorus and everything else is like, cause you know, I, I was like listening to it on a loop today and from my laboratory in the castle East, Swear to God, I didn't. There's uh, no, I had no idea that was a line of this song. Yeah, this song is the verse and the first chorus, and then it can basically be done, which is probably all that we ever hear on like TV shows and radio mm-hmm. promos and wherever else right. it's used. Drunken singing. Well, and then the other thing you know is when Dracula says, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? Oh, yes. Which. No, I forget. Was that actually a song that was uh, released? Did he actually create the Transylvania Twist? Um, it was written into a full song for the film Spookly the Square Pumpkin. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's right. Now I'm remembering it because I have been to a live performance of Spookly the Square Pumpkin and what? obviously seen the movie. There was also what? a film in 1989 called Transylvania Twist yeah. that was released. Oh. Well, see, Carrie, if you ever have children, you might take them to productions for them. I had never heard so. about 
heard of Spookly the Square Pumpkin, but I'm learning that it's a geometric Canadian pumpkin, and I, I'm on board. Is he Canadian? Apparently. The pumpkin is, yes. Huh, I didn't know he was Canadian. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Super sorry. Super sorry, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the uh, my, my new favorite children's uh, show is Bluey, and that's Australian. Bluey is that's wonderful. Just, that's Oh my god, it's that so is the good. best. I like that television. one too, but I think I might have downloaded the wrong copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, there are a couple of those episodes. It's like, I mean, it is a set. It is like as cry-inducing as you know the opening to uh, Up. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, like, uh, bed. What is it? It's like bedtime or nighttime. And then flat pack. It's just like, oh my god, how do they fit so much into an eight minute show? Sorry, this is not the Bluey podcast, but we might start one. <laughs> I, I think we should. We just do one episode every. I mean, we we could talk an hour front each episode of Bluey. I mean, that. each episode is six to eight minutes, but that's real long. That's six to eight long. minutes is really long. <laughs> we've we've covered this earlier. That's like three to four times the length of Monster Mash. God, if I want this yeah. end. God. <laughs> so, I I, I want to know why Dracula's son is there. Is it just to rhyme with fun, or is Dracula's son a, a character from some movie? Does anybody know? I, don't know? I isn't there a movie called like Son of Dracula? I don't know. Dear That's Google. why I'm asking you. I literally son. says I, I said I do not know. This isn't a podcast. This is a this this podcast is Barry asks questions. Josh looks it up on the Son of Dracula. Well, so it not when the song was written. Can yeah, but I, I thought that was bring part of like something folklore and everything with that I'd rather you is not. completely unrelated to music, but is a bummer that I want to talk about in pop culture. Now, well, I I'd prefer yes. you not bring up anything Barry that disagrees. isn't music related. I mean. I like to talk about just music on this podcast. Yes, I can tell. Um, so recently, Pornhub did a purge of all content that was not verified <laughs> by, I don't know, whatever it was. Now, Did they take your video down? No. So here's the deal that I used to love to do. Okay, First off, no. you, get, you get a good VPN, you have a secure browser, and whenever someone would reference a movie... You go to Pornhub and you search for the movie trailer because they were always there. And then you would send someone back a link that was like, is this the one you're talking about? And it always was like the best thing ever. So I remember at some point someone referenced High School Musical. And I went to Pornhub, searched for High School Musical Disney version. And I got this link and I sent that fucker out. People were like, I'm not clicking that. (laughs) One person's like, oh, no. It's actually the high school musical. <laughs> <laughs> so I as also, you're talking, <laughs> I like that. Then you learn, like which one of your friends will click a Pornhub link. Like, you oh yeah, learn, you yeah. learn a lot about yeah. your friends in that experiment. I, you know, I won't click on the link, but I might go to Pornhub and type it in. <laughs> And, and find it on my own. I think I downloaded the I wrong version. Like that seems creepier. Yeah, that seems worse. <laughs> no, the point is I don't want to click on an attachment in, in a message. You need to buy your own computer and stop using your work ones for those things. <laughs> that is a fair point. <laughs> yeah. 
anyways, quick tangent, but um, it was a source of great joy. And honestly, I haven't looked, but since they said they purged everything, I'm just assuming that all of the Disney content that was on there illegally is also gone now. <laughs> this, uh, you know, I, I was just realizing, yeah, that would be a really great way of watching some of your favorite movies without paying for them, huh? Wait, are we still ta- that are we still porn. talking about Pornhub here? Or? Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now Barry's <sighs> got his phone out, so I'm like, well, I yeah, now I have to. I I want to see if there's a porn parody of Monster. Oh Man. God! Oh Lord! I mean, first off, I'm pretty sure that there is. Second off, oh, <clears throat> I'm not sure that you. Yeah, I think it's called Frankenstein Unbound. Oh God! So. Okay, well, <laughs> so back to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably don't want to search Monster this Mash. Is, this is my fault. I will take blame for that. A lot that. of size variances. <sighs> so it's been covered a lot, and it's a very popular one. But I will say, if someone's going to play that song, I have no interest in hearing a cover of it. There are a lot of songs that like I really dig covers of. Mm-hmm. That song, mm-hmm. I only want the original version of it. So what I find humorous about this is... Like Beatles songs, most of the time not interested in covers. Like Nirvana, most of the time not. And I throw this in that same hat as like Beatles, Nirvana, Sublime. I'm sitting here like, no, 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 no. I don't want you do not have the right to cover this song. This song is sacred and your cover is shit. Remember that. Yeah. I mean, this song's got a, a, a very specific feel. And, you know, the instrumentation is place out of time. And I don't think it stands up, uh, you know, the other way. It just... Then, you know what? You, when you're covering Monster Mash, you know what you are? A piece a of shit. A novelty act. You're a piece of shit. That's what you are. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you. That's right, Mom. Your cover band sucks. Stop covering <laughs> Monster Mash. Take that, X Factor UK. <laughs> <laughs> did they cover the monster mash there they had some people that did a uh it was a mashup of monster mash and crocodile rock Ugh. that sounds yeah, terrible it was, it was gross was the crocodile going to get some electrodes from uh the mad scientist <laughs> some jolts the crocodile had the electrodes already <laughs> there was electrodes electrodes yeah, I just like that somewhere there's a list that includes like John Lennon, Kurt Cobain, and Bobby Pickett. It's like you cannot <laughs> cover. <laughs> yeah, These for <artists>. sure. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You look at a picture of Bobby Pickett before he died. Oh, and yeah, sorry, spoilers. He died, and he looked as exactly like he's like, yeah, that looks like Bobby Pickett. I mean, <laughs> that's that's what Bobby Pickett's gonna look like. So what you're saying is we kind should of, get T-shirts with a picture of Bobby Pickett on it, the same way that we would have yeah. like a Lennon T-shirt or something. <laughs> yeah. If there are not Bobby Boris Pickett T-shirts available to purchase at Target, I will riot. Well, I mean, certainly on Amazon, right? Hey, Carrie, it's too soon. Let's not use that kind of <laughs> language. Apologize. It's too soon. <laughs> Um, yeah, there there are Bobby, there are Bobby Pickett t- t-shirts. And fucking testy. Okay, 
Can we? What's your size, Carrie? Can we send one to DJ with no explanation? <laughs> I endorse. Did this. He, did he ever figure out he was not getting his T-shirt that no, I tried I to order? I completely forgot that that was a thing. Also, medium would be great, Barry. Okay. I love that you're now ordering that. So, just like you have graph paper coming to you. Yeah. Well, I sent I sent Barry a link, but he never wrote back. I wanted to verify it was the right kind. Oh, I'm no, sorry. no, no, it's fine. I, it's all right. Sorry. Oh. Picked up my phone and there was some images on it. That... What are you talking about? Are you talking about the old link that I found to High School Musical that I sent to you? Because I did no. definitely just send that out to our group. I I see that. Uh, uh, no, I was. I don't know that it'll still work. I remember, who's clicking it? Who's remember clicking it? I'd gone out and done my own search on Monster Mash, and then I pick up my phone, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's shocking." When you, I mean, I knew it was there, but yeah, no, that's that's good paper. I so so on on Did mine, you click the graph it's the vi- video is still converting, is what it says on mine. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I haven't clicked on it yet. Oh man, That'll here it is. Actually, I found later. the shirt. I almost want to post a link to this one because this one's just great. Um, although, where huh? should that be in the notes of the episode? Maybe, probably. I mean, this one's just really. Where are you finding this Bobby Pickett T-shirt? Well, here's one. Oh my gosh! If you guys join my stream, I have it up. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. We should link this in show notes. Okay, if yeah. I if oh I remember, god. I'll throw it into this uh into our thread here. Yeah. Right below my uh, GameStop memes. Um so there we have it. <laughs> then if you ever see so- someone in the wild wearing that shirt, you can just walk right up to them confidently and talk about the Black Door music argument and they will for sure know what you're talking about. Yeah, probably and then not. you can drop like you know it, different just... things that you've learned about Bobby Pickett from this episode. Like yeah. he also wrote musicals. <laughs> <laughs> These things are too, including one called Frankenstein Unbound. <laughs> well, we need we need a T-shirt that says Bobby Pickett, as discussed on BDMA. <laughs> oh wait, I got another one. I'm going to share my screen again. We we do actually have to at some point just get back to. So the last one was it was a peanuts meme that it had Charlie Brown that just said I still miss Bobby Pickett, um, and then uh-huh. here is one that it is um, two of the popular characters I don't know remember the names um, from like the, is that Elvira or? yeah uh, dancing. I love that we're sharing images on our podcast do the right monster now. it's pretty yeah. good our, I know well I mean cannot this is them. literally how Barry so got his Carrie's mom them. this <laughs> is how Barry got his Je- his Jeff Goldblum shirt was us. Literally, like it someone is. says something and we look it up real quick. <laughs> I mean, I love that Jeff Goldblum. We, we essentially just start recording and just Google real quick to figure out what the fuck we're gonna say here. We're like, "What are we talking about again?" Monster Mash. Oh, fucking. Yeah, oh God, no, this was a song, nineteen sixty-two. It t- it took us that long to get down in our intro. We actually didn't know what the song was. Someone just sent a link out. It took us that long to get to it the, where it said the name. Yeah, like I, so I like that we pretend to, to have knowledge and we don't use Google ever. Yeah, so. right. You it's, definitely it's the can't, greatest. <laughs> can't hear the clicking of our keyboards in the background as we're. Well, I did realize also I'm using a mechanical speed. keyboard here, and so it's extra loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna edit it out. So either. just good. I just wanted to put put this little item to bed. Is uh, so Bobby Pickett uh, died on uh, uh, at the age of 69. Uh, 
on April 25th, 2007. So he died of uh, leukemia. So he is sadly gone and, uh, you know, remembered by all who like novelty songs. Well, I mean, but okay, but this is a, th- a thing that's interesting about his legacy. If you were to have like, hey, I've got a hundred bucks here. If you can say the name of who wrote that song and you were to go through like the average bar, people mm-hmm. don't know it. People would get Neil no. Diamond for like Sweet Caroline. People get this. But the thing is like he has a legacy that surpasses yep. his name, which is kind of crazy because, yeah, again, you put that on. People are going to sing it, especially if people are a little liquored up. They're going to sing along only to the chorus. But it, and, and how many times does that fucker get played every Halloween or every other holiday if you're me? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, no, that's or if you happen to be at a like Buffalo he, his, Wild Wings, his legacy like, surpasses his name. It's yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Luck of the draw for me, Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. It's I'm only going to hear that if I happen to be in a place that's selling it, uh, selling something with that song, or if I'm doing a podcast episode. Monster Mash. That's gonna get played regardless every single year around the holiday season. I'm just not gonna specify which one. But like even my kids will play that one a lot because they think it's a fun and funny song. So in, in many yeah, cases, I will stand by this. It's actually a bigger deal than any of the Christmas songs that we talk about each year. Because most of those, it's like, eh, take it or leave it. You may or may not check it out. You may try to hunt it down. White Christmas, yeah, you may look it up. This one is a guarantee every single year you're going to hear it. Well, like yeah. the other thing is, like you were saying, you don't want to hear a copy. Mm-mm. You no. don't want to hear an updated version. There are because people will always try to, you know, tack their name on something. But honestly, White Christmas, Bing Crosby, most famous for doing it. It's done by a lot of mm-hmm. people and it's been re-released every year and played by other people. You never hear Monster Mash on the radio by other people. No, it's only Bobby. Right, and and to that point, if you're at if you're at a retail establishment and you hear, you know, that's the it's the Bob Pickett version. White Christmas, you may hear different versions of the song. You may hear it from other people. If you hear any of the Christmas songs in our bracket, we had different versions of the same songs because. They were just, oh, yeah, well, everyone does, you know, joy to the world, and everyone does whatever it is, you know. And, and and But with this one, it really is, in many cases, like the sacred version that's done. No one covers it, and no one – well, I mean, there may be covers, but no one wants to hear that. Yeah, if, if you do go on the rabbit hole of listening to covers – it's not worth it. That is a day lost. <laughs> Speaking from personal experience. I, was say, that sounds like experience. <laughs> I like how you're like, I will find a good cover. Nope. Nope. It nope. does not exist. Nope. So like the two appropriate versions of Monster Mash, the 1962 recording and the 1993 recording end list. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. That is what yeah. I'm saying. I'm Honestly Second. though, now I'm really curious. Like, which version do we hear regularly? Do we hear the 93 or the 62 version? And now... Are you fucking kidding me? It's the 93. I, it's got to be. I'm only saying that because he he did that to undercut, undercut everyone, it. Yeah. If pe- people are going to pay less, and if it's still Bobby Pick, it's original artist, original music, they're going to do is it. Is it wrong that I want a copy on vinyl of the 62 and the 93 now? 
I was just thinking that I need a copy of the 62, the 70. That's and the fair. 93. Like, so I you actually have it want to on, compare on, them on opposite sides. So, like, just a single, um, like a 78, and like <laughs> one side 62, one side 98. That'd be amazing. I mean, as funny as it sounds like I'm joking, I'm not. I actually really want this now. I think this sounds fascinating. Yeah, <sighs> I'm. I'd be up for it if if uh, if if it's produced out there. I'd buy it. This is so. this is gonna be a hard sell for the wife, but I'm gonna tell her. I maybe spend a chunk of money to try to get this. <laughs> if Best you, of luck if on this get impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hey, honey, when we get our tax returns, it's a pair. 1970. I something really important. What is it? I need 30 three bucks different singles for, of Monster for, Mash. <laughs> thirty bucks for the 1970 Parrot 45. I'm going to create a new channel here that we have that is just going to be uh, there we go. I created a new channel for us, just random notes that can show up in BDMA, so you can throw those links in there if you want it. Just for us, not for any of the listeners, because you know this is a podcast that we just <laughs> talk to ourselves about it on. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Discord. What? What? It's where we're doing our thing. <laughs> That's next week's sponsor. It's that's a week early. Oh, Come sorry, on. my bad, oh. my bad. Um, so yeah. Again, to me, it's just so interesting. Like, interesting life. Found a niche, hit the niche, and struck it big. Like, really, when you hear about those, and it's like you hear the story about. I'll use the example of like Deadpool. Deadpool wasn't greenlit because they didn't think it was going to happen. The stuff leaked. They finally have it happen. Huge hit of a movie. Really, this is a similar type of thing. He thing he was pawning it all over town. No one wanted it. Finally right. got it picked up. Number one hit. Here we are now. How many fucking years later? And I know it's going to get played next year, which will be the 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 the, the whatever year anniversary in uh, two thousand two or twenty 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 two. Oh god, and it's still so relevant. And to me, it's just crazy that we were probably this close to not ever hearing it. And instead I've heard it at least 35 times in my life. I know it's way more than that, but that's at a minimum. And I think every one of us (laughs) have heard it at least the number of years old that we are at a minimum. It's a timeless classic. I mean, like really, I'm really kind of changing my whole stance on how I think about this. Cause at first I thought this was kind of a goofy conversation, but really I, I may lose you guys here. I get less annoyed by monster mash than I do by ghostbusters on repeat. Cause I've experienced both on repeat. And so like, mm-hmm. even in terms of the trendy things that play around Halloween, this, this really is much more of a lasting holiday song. And in terms of all holiday songs, I'm going to throw this probably into my top five for ones that, again, going back to the, if I had to put this on repeat and I was going to listen to nothing but this, yeah, first off, on repeat, after maybe a year, I might actually know all the lyrics to the song. But aside from that, like, it's actually not overly annoying of a song, even on repeat. Yeah, no, I, I would second that because, like, thinking about, like, you had that, like, there's there's not a time in, in in our lives that we probably don't know that we haven't heard this song like which is exactly that like for for all of us we like this is like the the song um that that we know like 
it, it doesn't matter like how old you are. Like the song comes on the radio, you absolutely, absolutely know what it is, and you don't get sick of it. Yeah. And so I was gonna say again, real quick, like... adding a note, strictly if it's the Bobby Pickett version, if it is a cover or karaoke, I am sure it will get very annoying very quickly. But the original, sorry, carry on, carry. No, no worries. Um, <laughs> no, that's what I, I was saying the same thing, Josh. Like, I don't have a story of, like, the first time I heard this song because, like, I just always have known this song. And, like, like it's one of those, like, you come out of the womb and you know Monster Mash. Like, yeah. So, pro tip, if any of our listeners out there are pregnant, first off, congratulations, <laughs> Carrie's mom. Uh, second <laughs> off, uh, definitely have your child listen to this in womb. Only yeah. success will come to that child. <laughs> in the utero? Yes. And I, for all I, you lovers out there, it's a perfect Valentine's Day song. Two minutes and 57 minutes. seconds. It, rocking it. It's yep. just a little long. Though, yeah, it's just a little long. But that's, just that's, a little long. That's some plenty of cuddle time, right. time as well. It's cuddle time, and yeah. Then, yeah, exactly. Foreplay and cuddle time. Yeah, all of that. That's Actually, I have a lot of spare time then. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like we have successfully covered Monster Mash uh, here on BDMA. Does anyone have anything else that they want to add before we wrap this one up and seal it away in our digital vault of the internet? All right. I think we're going to call it there, judging by the <laughs> lack of response. So, um, man, I, I will be honest. I did not expect to, when we talked about doing this episode, I didn't expect to have this kind of mind opening experience of, uh, of what this was and is to come. And, uh, I hope that you've enjoyed this, but, uh, even if you didn't, I've been Karsten. I've been Carrie. I've been Joshua. And I've been Barry. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby it's cold outside. outside.